Telling yourself enough is the most empowering thing one can tell themselves. You're able to create boundaries, not only for yourself, but for people or things you encounter. You're able to create a healthy, balanced life for yourself, and you're able to be authentically honest with yourself in the process of it. So with that being said, welcome to Enough Podcast. Let's talk authentic. guys welcome to my second episode of enough podcast i'm really grateful for you guys for tuning in um but before we get into the second episode let's reflect a little bit on last episode that i released last week so of course (laughs) as you guys know that was my first episode and the release of my podcast and i can't thank you guys enough for the positive feedback and the words of encouragement that Um, many of you gave me it really it put things into perspective and it it just reminded me that I'm doing pretty good (laughs) because to be honest I was like really really nervous about releasing it because typically um, I find comfort in just kind of being quiet Um, and I love that about me so of course this was a very nervous step for me um, because I've always wanted to do a podcast for as long as I can remember for quite some time um but I just never really had the courage to do it so I'm here <laughs> but again thank you guys for the support and for you guys for tuning in to my first episode and I hope I can continue to get you guys the support make sure you're following the podcast it's on Spotify it's on Anchor and it's on Apple um apple podcast as well and please feel free to leave a review be nice be easy on me because you guys i'm still learning okay this is a learning experience so when you come here to this podcast please understand that everything will not be perfect everything will be authentic and a learning experience so don't have so much high expectations of me because your girl is human okay (laughs) um but let's get into today's topic which is finding peace and starting over now this topic is super relatable um for me because this is something that I'm still learning to master because as stated in my previous episode your girl was going through a lot of transitions at one time and my most recent one was my divorce and so as of June 18th my divorce was final um so, yes, most of these episodes are kind of like pre-recorded, of course. Um, but, yeah, as of June 18th, my divorce was final. Um, and again, as I stated last time, like I'm really thankful for the, how the process went because divorce can be very nasty depending on the people and what's at stake and what's what and who is involved in the divorce. But mine was super peaceful, and I think it just came from both of us coming to terms with everything and just kind of being honest with ourselves and how we both handled the marriage um so I will say I'm I'm grateful for that but the transition of mentally physically and emotionally starting over was not easy for me um as I told you during my journey during my spiritual journey and during my my journey through life period I had to walk completely different because I had to unlearn a lot of things that I thought were okay a lot of um some of the behaviors that I thought behavior that I projected that I thought was okay or normal 
I had to unlearn that. And I'm still unlearning um, certain things about myself that I thought was okay, but it's really not. So um, the journey, I will say, is not easy. When you are truly walking in your truth and when you are truly finding yourself and trying to find ways to understand yourself and be spiritually connected to the higher being being which is God or just getting in tune with yourself it's it's not easy it's very hard and I have definitely had a lot of hiccups throughout this journey but I'm grateful for those hiccups because those were learning experiences that I needed to understand how to move forward the next time or understand what I can take or what I can handle or what should not be allowed. I'll say that. But um, yeah, some of the things that helped me along this journey um, were, of course, prayer. Um, and I started reading more. At first, um, I wouldn't say that I was never a reader because I, from time to time I would pick up a book and stuff. But I really dived into reading this go around like um, I enjoy reading good books. And again, as I told you before, a lot of the books that I read are very self-motivating, positive words of affirmation. Like I love books like those. Now, recently, I just I just dabbled into um, novel reading where I'm like reading stories (laughs) or scenarios about people and stuff. So. That's cool, too. But um, that's like my guilty pleasure. But for the most part, I'm definitely reading a lot of self-care, self-help books. And of course, reading my Bible more and more and just just trying to pray more. Um, So some of the books that I've been reading, well, my first book, as I told y'all that I read was um, Checking In by Michelle Williams. Because, again, mentally, I, I checked out. Mentally, I was not there. Mentally, I was not the happiest person. I could remember um, at night, I would have like a lot of night terrors or I would just cry unexpectedly. And it's just because the transition that I was going through was so hard for me. And mentally, I just wasn't healthy and I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to take it. I could remember um, when I moved here, I would call my mom crying um, because it was just so hard because I was breaking down mentally and I didn't know how to deal with it. I would tell her like some of the things that I was experiencing or some of the problems that I had. And I, I, I just didn't I didn't know how to cope with it. And luckily at the beginning of it, I, I had when well, I still have my cousin, too. She's like my best friend as well. Like typically I I draw to my family um, a lot and I have close friends that I draw to as well, but they really were there through those hard times and I'm super, super grateful for them. But I can remember like calling my mom, telling her about like the type of dreams that I would have and me looking up what the, what these dreams meant uh, because they were so, re- they were reoccurring a lot and I'm like, well, what does this dream mean? And so um, I would look it up and it would give me like the meaning of what these dreams would mean. Um, one in particular, uh, I would always have a dream of me drowning, 
But in the midst of me drowning, I'm pulling somebody else. I'm I'm trying to save them. Well, I'm actually saving them. But in the process of saving them, I'm drowning. And I forgot what it meant, uh, what it means right now off the back of my head. I really should have probably wrote that down, but that's okay. <laughs> I'll put it in the description box of what it means when you're having that type of dream. Um, And there were other dreams that I would have too. I would tell my friends like, y'all, I keep having this same dream of this and that. And I don't understand what it means. And then one of my friends, she looked it up and showed me what it meant. And so I just felt like those were like messages in so many ways of what was going on in my current life. Um, So again, Checking In by Michelle Williams was the first book that I drew to. I don't know how. I think because one, I love Destiny's Child and I love Michelle Williams. Um, she's one of my favorite out the group. I love them all. First of all, let's let's start there. They are very talented artists and business women. I love them. But um, I think I was on Instagram at the time. Um, but I was decided to take a social media break. But before I did, I think I landed on her page because I do follow her I'm very selective about certain artists that I follow because I don't like to follow every artist or certain things that can either trigger me or I just feel like I it doesn't serve me a purpose in following it um but I think she mentioned her book um release and I was like huh I'm kind of interested in what this book is going to be about I don't know why I was drawn to it but I was like, well, when it's released, I'm going to buy it. Um, so the release date came. And of course, I ordered it. And I, I was super nervous about it because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to buy something. What if I don't read it? Because <laughs> typically, like I said, I've read. I would read books, but I wasn't a heavy reader. But when I got the book, y'all, I dived into it. It was like I couldn't let go of it. I was super addictive to it. And she talked a lot about how she battled with clinical depression and how she overcame it. And she was really authentic and raw about her experience and about how sometimes her diagnosis led her to push people away. And I felt like she was just being that was the most honest and authentic thing that I could ever see. And it just motivated me to be honest with myself. Be honest about my journey. Be honest about uh, everything, including the things that I've done or how I felt when things were done to me. And because oftentimes I would, it would be hard to have that talk, especially when you have to be honest about some of the things that you're doing um, to kind of cause the issue or for the issue to continue. It's kind of hard to kind of put a mirror to yourself sometimes. And it was not easy. I definitely, um, what also helped me is that I journaled. Um, I started journaling and I started writing things that um, reflected my behavior and what I felt, uh, what was being done to me in that process. And I would just look at the words and read them in my mind. And it's like, it's kind of like self is eating self up. Because self is finally being honest with self. And that was so hard because 
I once I started writing and stuff, I would have these honest talks with my uh, with my cousin. And she is definitely one that I have like very raw conversations with uh, because I, I trust her with I trust her with my life. And we have those conversations to where we are so honest with each other and we are honest with ourselves. And we created that space to do that. And I'm really thankful for her because <laughs> sometimes she taps me and be like, cousin, now, you know, if we're going to be honest, this is what this is. And this is how it should have been handled. And we can't really get mad at a situation like like this is these are the type of conversations that we have with each other. This is how we um have talks. And it's crazy because my mom has those same conversations with me, too. So, um yeah. I'm really grateful for conversations like that. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, when I kept reading the book, she talked about her journey, um, how she grew up, um, where she was from, and her journey um, as far as Destiny's Child. And even her dating life, she talked about how um, that diagnosis really affected her throughout her everyday life. And when she finally basically just told herself that she had to check in with herself. And in my mind, she just told herself enough. It's time. And oftentimes we don't make peace with things because it's hard to be honest with ourselves. And if you really can't be honest, and I mean truly honest with yourself, then it's going to be very hard to find peace in starting over. And that's just that. And at first, it was hard for me because, one, I didn't want to start over um, in anything because I got so adjusted and I was codependent and I feared starting over. Um, and it just... That was just something that I didn't want to do. But as I kept reading the books, and there were some more books that I, I read along the way. Um, Sylvester McNutt, he's a very um, great author, too. I read most of his whole Care Package um, books. I read Care Package, A Path to Deep Healing, Free Your Energy, um, Dear Soul. Um, he has a lot of good books and that's just some of the books that I read because I read more from him from his collection and then I even read um this book called Loyalty to Your Soul by um Ronald and Mary Holnick um and I read Tabitha's book Feeding the Soul and Bamboozled by Jesus by Yvonne um I think she played on Insecurity um, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I think she was a character from Insecurity. I don't quite know what her character is, but I think she mentioned that in the book and how she got her stardom and everything, even in Tabitha's book, how they got their stardom and stuff and how I love their resiliency. One thing about these authors like Michelle, Yvonne and Tabitha, their resiliency is amazing because they had struggles just like everyone else, but they were courageous for knowing that hey sometimes I gotta start over because this although it didn't work this way it could possibly work another way but I'm not gonna give up on my dream but I can maybe go about it in a different approach so I I love that about them but these were some of the books that really helped me 
um, find courage in starting over and just starting a new life here in Texas. Because again, I'm I was born and raised in Mississippi. I lived in Mississippi basically my whole life, and um, I want to say the year of 2016. Um, I, I believe so. Um, Jesus, I have bad memories sometimes, but. <laughs> Don't hold it to me. Don't hold it to me. Uh, 2016, 17, I want to say I got married. Um, and then um, maybe either two, two or three years into the marriage, we migrated to Texas. Um, and then, of course, towards the end, um, we, we decided to officially let it go. And then it was finalized. And during that time, um, before the divorce was even finalized, I had to start over. Um, I had to get out there on my own once again. And um, I also had to start over, not just in as far as dating, um, because right now I'm currently not doing that, but I had to start over as far as learning myself all over again. And I had to find peace within that. And one of the biggest things that helped me, number one, is God. And two, I had to be really honest with myself and how I was handling life, how I was dealing with things that I encountered. And I had to unlearn a lot of toxic behavior that I was projecting and um, that I was even involving myself in. And so it took a lot of saying no to myself and also learning a boundary and not taking everything so personal because sometimes everything is not about you as far as self. Sometimes this situation is just meant to teach you a lesson and things can come and go. It's, it's seasonal. Some things are seasonal and some things are for the long run because nothing is technically permanent because even eventually this world will come to an end um if you guys are um you know into the bible and you guys read and you believe in god this this world is temporary so technically nothing on earth lasts forever so um but it is nice to have things along the way to be there while you're here on earth so just honesty and seeking as much help as I could as possible seeking support from um family and close friends that really wanted to see me in a healthier headspace um and also letting go of things that didn't technically serve me a purpose um and that includes like where I would go who I would be with or what I would surround myself with because me now is completely different from who I was back in Mississippi. Um, I even do different things now. Like I enjoy different things um, now versus me when I was in Mississippi. So stuff like that really helped me. Like I've now I dabble into yoga. I suck at it. <laughs> Because I'm a beginner, um, but I have attended some yoga classes and I, I've learned some good things about yoga. I haven't been back since, but I kind of watch like YouTube videos and stuff like that. But I'm going to go back to because, I mean, it's it's a stress reliever. It really is. Um, the only thing that I can say that 
I took with me was that I worked out. I'm not as heavy in it as I used to be because I work more. Um, but definitely took that with me um, when I came here. But my daily activities are definitely completely different. Um, and, and I like that. I love that. I read more. I write more in my journal. Um, I find peace in that. Like I find peace in just a quiet home or I'll just come home and I play with my dogs, um, because they keep my energy going too. (laughs) Um, so these are some of the things that really, really helped me along the journey. And I, I have honest talks with myself a lot. Like, um, like I said, I write in my journal, everything that I'm feeling because again like my journal is like letters to God like I write everything that I'm feeling I reflect on it and I just keep a mental note to remind myself that I have to handle things differently and I um refer back to the Bible on how I should handle things now again because this is a very authentic podcast keep in mind that I'm human so um I don't always handle everything perfect (laughs) because I am learning. And also I released having certain expectations of things and the way life, life should go. And I think that's what helped me find peace and starting over because ultimately sometimes our egos can make us feel like this is how it should have went. This is what, life should have been like for me I shouldn't have to go through all this I don't deserve this I deserve better not saying that those statements could not be true because it could be but life is unpredictable so we can't have this expectation all the time that this is how it should go I know for a fact that I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be experiencing this. I shouldn't have to go through this. You don't know what God has planned for you. You don't understand what he has planned for you. So, again, because life is unexpected, um, life is unpredictable, you have to adjust accordingly. You don't know the message that's coming behind, that's coming from this incident or this event that's occurring. So, now I'm learning to... (laughs) And it's hard, but I'm learning to, okay, what is this, what is this moment teaching me? Or what am I getting out of this moment? What, what is this serving me? Why am I encountering this? And I don't always understand it at that moment, but as time go on and I have time to reflect or um, certain things begin to happen, I begin to understand, oh, this is why this is happening. I get it now. (laughs) because oftentimes sometimes I get caught in my ego and I'm like why am I dealing with this I shouldn't have to deal with this I don't understand this like I'm tired of this what is what is this teaching me like what what's going on like I shouldn't have to deal with this but then of course um God has a way of humbling me and reminding me so typically I'll go to like the Bible app that's on my phone or I'll go read the Bible or I'll just read like one of the books um, that I have, um, I'll, and I'll put it in the description box, the books that I'm currently reading. Um, and then I'm just reminded to be very patient with myself and to know that there is a learning experience in everything. And sometimes I have to tell myself enough, keep calm 
and everything is going to work out in your favor. And so that's how I learned the art of finding peace and starting over is when I had that honest talk with God, I surrendered to the idea of I'm going to let you lead and reframe my ego and my own wants from always being involved. Because if I jump in front of it without you, then it's not going to work in my favor. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to pray on the things that I desire in life. And I pray that these things are things that are of your liking and of favor. Because sometimes some things that we like or we desire may not always be the healthiest thing for us. And it may be something that we don't need in our life. So we have to be careful and be mindful of the things that we desire, the things that the human mind wants. So, yeah. um, But that's kind of how I found peace and starting over, just praying more, being honest with myself, reading more books and writing. And it has really helped me. I don't know if it's something that can help you, but I would say dive into those things. Try diving into it or see if it's something that you may like. Um, If you feel like you can't talk to anybody or you find that it may be hard to be vulnerable, because again, like I told you guys before, you guys have to be careful who you vent to because not everybody has um, your best interest at heart. Some people are just more than just an ear to tell somebody else how you're doing. And we have to be mindful of gossip. Even if it's unintentional gossip, we have to be mindful of that um, because there's way too many ears that's just waiting to listen. But that doesn't mean that they're going to show the care and support that you expect them to have or that you want them to have. Sometimes some people, it's just nothing more than an ear. <laughs> so... um yeah, this it definitely helped me. So as of today, like, and I still have my moments where I get a little bit self-conscious about my journey. And I, I, like I said, I still ask those questions like, what's going on? Why am I here? What does this serve a purpose for? But then I'm reminded, this is why I'm here. And it brings me comfort. And I can say from start to finish, I'm out on my own exploring things that I actually love to do, um, doing things that I really love to do. And I'm learning (laughs) how to say no to certain things (laughs) because I really struggled with that. Um, And I'm learning a new me and I'm really thankful for the people that's in my corner that is adjusting to the new me. I know sometimes it's pretty shocking at first because my reactions to certain things are different, but that's just where I want to be at in life. That's just where I find peace at, and that's a part of starting over, right? <laughs> um, but before I go, again, I'll put um, some of the books that I've read in the description box. And guys, remember, just when you're walking in your truth, just make sure you're walking in it. And you're being honest with yourself and you're finding the courage to live in your truth. 
no matter what people say or how people may feel. It's not your journey. It's not for everybody to understand when it comes to your own journey. And even if that involves or includes starting over, sometimes you got to do what you have to do. If you are a person that is really built on finding peace, sometimes you have to find peace in starting over. So thank you guys for tuning in to my second episode. Um, Please continue to support. Make sure you write a review or, you know, again, be easy on me. This is new, (laughs) but leave a review. And if you have some topics of interest that you want to talk about, let me know, you know, so I am going to end it. You guys have a wonderful evening. Remember, take care of yourselves. Tell yourself, even if you have to tell yourself enough, do that. Create a balance for yourself. Later. All right, you guys, as promised, I have a list of books that's sitting in front of me that I have read over the course of my journey. (laughs) I wasn't able to get it at that moment in time during the podcast because I didn't have it in front of me, but that's okay. I have it now. And again, they will be in the description box. So make sure you look out for that. Um, The first author I'm going to start with is Sylvester McNutt. I feel like he is a very talented author. Um, He talks a lot about dating and how you date um, when you are encountering people. What are your non-negotiables and what are some things that you are willing to compromise on? And he also gives insight on the type of daters. And he also gives insight on how you find love after pain and not just with the significant other but with yourself or with family members or you know anything of that nature that you want to tie yourself to um and he talks about how you just kind of live in your authentic self while you're just maneuvering through the world so i think that these books are definitely helpful now i haven't read his whole entire collection but for the most part i have read a lot of his books so one book is dear love life The next ones are The Dear Queen Journey, Dear Soul, Love After Pain, Lust for Life, and Freer Energy. So moving on to the next author, her name is Yvonne. I do not want to mispronounce her last name because me and pronunciation sometimes just don't get along. (laughs) Um, But she was in the show Insecure. I think in the podcast I said insecurities. So correction, it's insecure. I told y'all I don't watch a lot of TV, so please forgive me. (laughs) Um, But the name of her book is Bamboozled by Jesus, How God Tricked Me into the Life of My Dreams. Now, if you're looking for a little bit of motivation or a little bit of push to kind of go for your dreams um, in whatever dream that is, to go forward with it, no matter the struggle or um, the obstacles. This is definitely a good book. And I love how she kept her faith in God and how she stayed grounded and rooted, even when the odds were against her. And when people were kind of getting doubtful of the career path that she chose. And she also talks a little bit about like what her dating life was like and how she refuses to settle um, and how she's saving herself for marriage. And I think that that is a beautiful thing um, that some women can probably experience or relate to. Um, so she's a good author to read to. Um, the next authors are 
H. Ronald Holnick and Mary R. Holnick. Loyalty to Your Soul, The Heart of Spiritual Psychology. This book is <laughs> a mind twister or reader, however you say it. But this book is amazing. Um, it really made me realize that the root, the purpose of life is love. And not just that intimate love of a significant other, but showing love and showing gratitude and living life with grace and compassion for others. Like this book really dives into it and it teaches you how to project those things. And I really, really love that about this book. Um, so I would definitely suggest this book. I could not put this book down once I started reading it. Another one, again, if you're feeling motivated to go for your dreams and go for your goals, I recommend Tabitha Brown, Feeding Your Soul, because it's my business. Now, I love me some Tabitha Brown. I love watching all of her vegan videos where I can learn different vegan meals to cook and stuff. And I love her voice. Um, it's like super soothing. Like immediately, immediately when she comes on, I just I love I love hearing her or seeing her. And she seems so happy in the life that she's in and it, <laughs> it, it just gives me a glow but definitely this is a good book um, if you are motivated to live out a dream of yours that you have always been afraid to live out or you just run into so many um, obstacles or um, setbacks to where you feel like giving up definitely Yvonne's and Tabitha's books are go-to's to read now Michelle Williams checking in how Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life Can Save Yours Too. This book is the most important thing. This was the first book that I started out reading. Again, um, I think I talked about it earlier in the podcast where this was the first book that I started reading on my journey. And it really helped me dive into understanding the importance of mental health. Um, because for a while, I acknowledged how important mental health was, but I didn't take it seriously. And um, at least until I started, I started experiencing certain things. So I will say that this book is a really good book. And she talks about her life again. She talks about her journey and how she encountered others and what others encountered during her time of depression and the steps that she took to just create a healthier life for herself. So these are some of the books that I have read. I've read a lot more, but these are definitely some go-to books that have really helped me along the way. And again, I'll put them in the description box. Thank you guys for tuning in to my second episode. And I hope I can continue to get you guys' support while you're listening to Enough Podcasts.